This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, What are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. I'm so glad you've joined me again at the bar. My name is Jane Gretsch and I'm your host. In today's conversation, I'm speaking with ambitious and motivated studio owner, Marguerite Harlett from Renaissance School of Dance in New Zealand. Mark's mission is to grow awesome humans through dance and her studio is also a proud Dance Step partner. If you want to empower students and grow leaders, just like Marguerite and her awesome assistant teaching team, check out dancestep.com.au. Now, let's get into the chat. Well, today I am joined by a very special guest, Marguerite from Renaissance School of Dance in uh, New Zealand. Welcome to you. Thank you, Miss Jane. <laughs> it, <laughs> my husband thinks it's so funny that everybody calls me Miss Jane. It's just just how it is. 42 and you years. Miss Marks as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just how it is. Now, Marguerite and I, or Mar- Miss Margs, um, we have uh, a history going back a number of years now. We were both part of uh, the same mastermind for a while um, where I was doing some leadership coaching. So it was really great to connect. And we've stayed in touch. And I wanted to bring you onto the podcast, Margs, because you know, I feel very much aligned with you and the school that you run, but I think you've got so much that you can share to our listeners. So um, do you want to just do a little introduction of yourself? It's probably better that you do it uh, rather than me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so I started my dance studio when I was 18. Um, I think the spark probably started when I was five. I told my mum I was going to be a dance teacher, just like my dance teacher. She laughed at me. And then when I was 18 and started my own studio, I turned around and said, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I guess the way that came about was I was teaching for somebody else and then she turned around and said, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and I guess, I, like I said, I've always had the, the passion and, and inside me. Mm. And um, so I said, well, I'll, I'll start my own then. Um, yeah. It's just kind of grown from there 17 years ago. Can't believe it. I, 17. I can't either. <laughs> what have it? I been doing all this time? <laughs> <laughs> time flies. Wait till, wait till your actual offspring are 17 and then you'll be like, what the <laughs> hell happened there? Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, similar similar kind of story and, and I'm, I'm 15 years down the track as well. So you're a little bit ahead of me, which I love. So what, what do you most love about it? What do you 
I mean, you're still doing it. So what do you most love about it? Uh, I mean, there's good days and bad days, but I think across the journey, I've discovered that I actually love the business stuff. Mm. Uh, As much as I love to impact kids' lives, I've found that I can do that. So my my whole, um, I guess, life mission is to um, impact, educate, and motivate the next generation of awesome human beings. And as I get older, I feel like that I can do that with the 20-something-year-olds, the teachers in my studio, so that they can then do that with the kids in the studio. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like a, it's almost like a pyramid scheme. Yes, <laughs> yes that's right. It absolutely is. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess what I love most about it is that, that leadership and that, hmm. the fact that I can share things and leave a legacy for them to then share things and leave that legacy and so on and so on. Hmm. I can really resonate with that, Margs, because... When I decided to run um, a dance studio when I was in year nine, like I didn't open it, but that's when I was like, that's what I want to do. (laughs) I gave no thought to to this side of things, you know, like because I, I couldn't, I wasn't, I just had no idea that this side of things, you know, being a leader in my dance studio and leading my team was going to be as important and as interesting as it was. So I could just picture Mm. me teaching because that's all we could see, I guess, as students. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, do, I do remember having a conversation with my parents mm. when I said, can I just do it for free? And they were like, right. no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so I was like, what about $2? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's going to pay the bills. Mm. <laughs> well, I know that now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you are an entrepreneurial dance studio owner like entrepreneurial, you know, you do love business. You're always reading. I know that um, because I follow you on Instagram and things. So, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, but you do, you're sharing what you're learning. And I think that really is, you know, leaders are readers and um, it is an exciting part of our journey when we realise that we can continue to make an impact through our teachers and through and, and not necessarily have to be the ones in front of the students. And that's okay if we are. Um, but there's there's a couple of different ways around that. Um, yeah, I guess it's finding your area of genius. Or yeah. What you, like, like you, the original question you asked was what do I enjoy about it? Yeah. And doing more of that. Love it. And delegating the rest. <laughs> yeah, 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 because, because there's so much that that is there. We don't have to do it all. We mm. shouldn't do it all. So why would yeah. we pick the things? I mean, it's really obvious when you spell it out like that, isn't it? But why would you pick the things that you don't want to do? We but when you're in the thick of it, no, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, so obviously um, you, you're in New Zealand. We just chatted. You're still in a lockdown that is got no end Yay. for the minute. Yeah, yeah that's right. Just <laughs> kind of keep on keeping on. And so this is a challenging time, but it's yeah. probably not the only challenging time that you've experienced, but you can reference this or any that you like. I guess mm-hmm. how do you, you know, what what's your coping mechanism? How do you get through these kind of times? <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, well, like... A value, like always going back to my why. I love, you said I mentioned before that um, mm. I love reading. I do. Um, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Mm. I think after reading that book, it changed a lot for me mm. that being who I am is, that's okay. I don't need to try and be like anybody else because I have my why. And if I, if I stick with that, then that's all that matters. Mm. So I 
like I said, you know, knowing that philosophy that I'm impacting the next generation of awesome human beings, if everything I do comes back to that, then nothing else matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sounds so philosophical. It, it does, doesn't it? How deep, so quickly. Look at us. <laughs> I love it. But Funny, because five years ago, I would never have spoken about this woo-woo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me, I love a bit of woo-woo. <laughs> but you know what? We need to tap into this, I think. We need to tap into our, our gut and our heart and what unique mm. makes us, you know, as individuals. That's our superpower. And I'm, I resonated just then. You were saying, you know, um, like that's what makes you special and that's okay. That's what makes you different and that's okay. That's mm. our superpower, isn't it? And it takes, yeah. I think, it takes a journey to, to get to that. It, it yeah. has for me. It has for me. Yeah. Learning from mistakes. Mm. Completely. <laughs> like reflecting on that and going, why did that happen? Yeah. Because maybe we drifted from our true self at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, look, that's okay. It's going to happen in the future as well, you know. Um, mm but probably it's a quicker return to, to ourselves. And yeah. I, I think, you know, you've done a lot of work on, well, from what I know, um, through our time together, on yourself, yeah. you know, you as a person. So it's not always like mm -hmm. Margs is working on the business, business, business. You're working on the business of Margs, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it, what, what's, that, what's that saying? If my cup isn't full, yeah, that one. Is that woo-woo stuff again? <laughs> That's so funny no. because literally I'm not making this up. I was just doing an Instagram story of like they say don't pour from an empty cup, but I was filling up my coffee cup um, because, you know, you should never be drinking from an empty cup. Um all right, so, you know, that's the challenging times. You have a lot to be proud of. Talk me through some of the things you're most proud of. Okay. Um, well, in 2008, when I first went into my full-time, first year of full-time business, as opposed to just running it on the side, yeah. I won Young Business Person of the Year. That is <laughs> epic. Young Business Person of the Year. And year one. I was, on, I was on top of the world at the time. Uh -huh. And now I look back on it and I go, I don't Whoa. know how I won that. I had no idea what I was doing. That wasn't business. <laughs> Can I pause you just for a minute there? Because I know you've probably yeah. got more to share on this and I hope that you do. Yeah. But do you think that there was some kind of like year one, you had nothing to lose and everything yeah. to gain and there was mm -hmm. almost some fearlessness there? That oh, just, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember a family friend. She must have been at least 40 or 50. And she said to me, man, you're an inspiration. I'm like, what? Like what? you're way ahead of me. No. She's like, how do you start? A, I've just started my business. How, how did you start it so young? Yeah. And I think that was the reason. The fearlessness. I had no idea what I was doing. And because of that, I was so confident. Yes. Because what you don't <laughs> know, you don't bliss. know. Yes. Yeah. So this is going to kind of mm, topsy-turvy this a little bit because you and I both love professional development. We're hungry, <laughs> hungry, hungry for information. Yes. Yes. But maybe sometimes that that thirst for knowledge can can put us into analysis paralysis and we can start questioning things too much. And maybe I need, I'm talking personally here, I need to maybe step back into that younger self that just thought, you know what, I'm just going to give this a go. I mean, I've still got that mm. in me, but I do question things a lot more than I did then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
Like what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I think that's that's <laughs> loops back to your why again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stick on that track. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love I'm that. Like, I love that. that. All right, so let's yeah. let's let's go back to what you're proud of. So two thousand, oh, okay, fantastic. Yep. So she starts strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I think it, it was those couple years, about five, five, four or five years ago, where I. Had some issues in my studio with mm. dance moms mm-hmm. <laughs> and competition kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, I think, when I really started to think about my values, personal values, as well as the studio values. Like, why does the studio exist? And I think I need to keep putting out into the world, this is what we are. Mm. We're not that. Don't expect us to be that. Yep. And we are this. If you want that, you go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, if you want a Big Mac, you go to McDonald's. If you want yeah. a Big Mac, you don't go to Burger King. No. You go to Burger King for a Whopper. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Different things. Yeah. No, <laughs> a I mean, shop. Yeah. 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 You don't um, have to be at all. Yeah. And the third thing that I'm proud of is um, dare I say it, 2020. Good on you. Yes, you're allowed to say it. You can. We will let you. Um, But, I mean, not just getting through the COVID thing, but I also had a baby during that time. Um, And then, well, because of COVID and everything that happened, I did have to close down one. No, I didn't have to. I chose to. um, (laughs) Close down one of my studio locations. Yeah. Um, and I made that announcement two days before I went into labor. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of the year, I was so excited. I said to my team, I'm going to have maternity leave because I didn't with the first child. Mm-hmm. So with the second child, I said to my team, I'm going to take six weeks off. You guys are going to be in charge. They were super excited that they got to be, you know, responsible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Ooh. And then that happened. And then they were, they were like, you're not, you're not leaving, are you? We don't know what to do. And I was like, yeah, I I, I can't leave. I can't mm. sit at home and do nothing for six weeks. No, no. Because, <laughs> because you that, need me. Yeah, that's right. They did need you and good on you. Like, I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? Because that's, you did need to step up there. I, I'm with you. Yeah. But yeah. if you didn't, who would have been more frustrated, them or you? Like sometimes we just have me. to break. Yeah, right. We have to yeah. break our own rules. So I've got yeah. this, you know, I, I'm unlike you. I really do value my personal time. I've got a life. I love I love it. I love mm. not working as much as I love working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't have really strict rules around things like, um, you know, oh, it's Sunday. I, I can't work because it's Sunday. It's like, no, sometimes I'm going to break my own rules because I've got a really big week coming up and I just need mm. to do an hour that's going to, to make everything better for the week. You know, yeah. and if if I that's the great thing about being self-employed is that you that's can right to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I think sometimes people think it has to be this one or the other. It's like, oh, I'm working all the time, or I've got these boundaries in place, and you know, we're dancers. We can be a little bit flexible when needed. <laughs> um, so most of us got a lockdown pet. You got a you got a COVID like a COVID pet. You got a COVID baby. <laughs> She is like a little puppy. She's pretty cute. I'll give you that. (laughs) She's going to grow bigger than your average puppy, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
So let's move, like we've looked back, we've looked at 2008, we've looked at 2020, and I'm so glad that that was a positive year for you. Let's look into the future. What, what's your vision for Renaissance School of Dance and, and maybe for you personally? Yeah, um, so I've really been trying to work on systems and processes and empowering my team that, I mean, I don't do any day-to-day stuff. They do, they do all that. Mm. So if I did decide to go off the radar for two weeks, they could they could do that. Yeah. Like yeah. I could probably even do it without them even knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Almost. went with you, honey. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. But like the place wouldn't burn down. No. Um, actually, <laughs> two weeks in March last year, we did go to Rarotonga. I didn't mm-hmm. take my phone with me. And they've got hardly any internet over there anyway. It was yeah. a great time to go overseas because the world was going crazy. Yeah. And we had no idea what was happening. We were just sitting <laughs> right there in Rarotonga. So, um, I turns out I found out there was a flood in the studio while I was gone. Mm. But I mean, I was I couldn't do anything about yeah. it. They sorted it all. Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> and yeah. then I came back the day the borders closed and we went into lockdown. <laughs> so I literally had gone crazy while we were gone. <laughs> um what was the question? Ah, oh, the future. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, our family plan is that um, we would love to to travel the world for, you know, a, a year. Um, yeah, take, take our kids and, and yeah. share with them how amazing the world is, sights and sounds, learns about different cultures and things. Mm. So to be able to run my studio from overseas, just you know, an hour a day, if mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'd love to start an online course of some description. So I'm working mm-hmm. on that at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. You know, there's freedom in that, and you can do that from anywhere. There is internet, which is mm-hmm. fantastic, mm-hmm. and you know, similar similar journey to me. I think that's why I really do gel with you. It's like I I I want this business, I want this studio, and I want to keep impacting kids' lives. But I also know that that business is bigger than me, and I can mm. I can do this with a great team, and I can do it from anywhere. Um, I just want to bring back. Um, first of all, I love your vision for the future and I know you're going to do really well with it. I just, I know. Um, because the best, as I say to my teenage daughter, you'll love this one, the best predictor of future behaviour is past behaviour. So when she says, <laughs> yeah, mum, I'll do it, I'll be like, mm, see, but will you? history tells me that you probably <laughs> won't, girlfriend. Just clean your room now. Anyway, mum life, mum life. It's good and I wouldn't have it any other way. I do just want to come back to the flood uh, in the studio. I tell you why. <laughs> I tell you why. Because your team sorted it because yep. that's what they do. They've been mm-hmm. empowered. They're decision makers. What I, I wonder sometimes if our ego gets in the way of our leadership and allowing ourselves the freedom we want. So you shared with us, you went away two weeks, left the phone behind. Mm-hmm. Amazing, right? People would mm-hmm. be so jealous of that. But then there's a whole lot of people I think that probably were like, but there's no way I could do that. And I want to dig into that because I think maybe sometimes the reason they can't do that is they do feel like they have to be needed. That's And that's our ego talking, isn't it? Have mm. you... Got any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I pr- I prepared for it. Like, it's yeah. not like I was just like, "Hey, I'm going away tomorrow." True. You know, they okay. my team had six weeks' notice, so yeah. we did, I did sit down with them and was like, "Okay, what 
what do you need from me before I go? Like, mm. what do you think could possibly go wrong? Mm. Well, it could be a <laughs> I flood. Said, <laughs> I said, if the place is burning down, don't call me. No. Call the police. Call the fire department. Call the <laughs> and send me photos. <laughs> um, yeah, so you put, I guess you put a struct, like almost like a structural, a, a scaffold. You put a scaffold in place that yeah. was like, this is on you. A, yeah. It was a challenge for myself as well. Mm. Like, I Initially, I probably wasn't comfortable with it, but that's when I thought to myself, what do I need to do yeah. to make this happen? And once I'm on that plane flying away, there's nothing I can do. There's no point no. stressing over it. No. Um, and it was my time with my family. You know, I was, I was six months pregnant. I had yeah. a toddler and it, we felt like we needed a holiday. So yeah. Yeah, deserved one and we should all be taking them. And it always takes me a couple of days. As as you know, I've got a, a lovely little beach hut, little beach house. Yes. It's, um, <laughs> it's my happy place. It's where all the good decisions in my life are made. And um, it always takes me a couple of days to kind of just realise that the world is fine without my input for it. Yeah. Nobody needs to hear my opinion. I'm a short on a short-term basis, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to come back because I'm really important. <laughs> but, yeah, it just takes me a couple of days and then I'm like, oh, yeah, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah. So, um, you know. And I think in the big scheme of things, what I've realised in the last year and a half mm. is dancing is not a, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's completely contradictory to our lives, but... In the big scheme of things, mm. it's only a 45-minute dance class a week mm. for a four-year-old. Like, it's mm. not the be-all and end-all. No. You know? I The one-ish problem, well, story that I have about when I closed down one of my studio locations, I had three parents who were so angry. They were keyboard warriors. Mm. Rah, 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 you could have given us a heads up. Oh, yeah, because we knew COVID was going to happen. Yeah, I um, saw that bit. My poor child, you know, she's going to miss the classes. And I kind of replied and was like, I'm honoured that you were so angry <laughs> that we make such a big impact on your child's life. I love that. Yeah, like, hold on, don't give me so much power and influence here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, like, I am with you, by the way. I think um, I want to do what I do as best as I can. I'm that kind of person. Dance has really impacted me as an individual. I've danced for 39 years, wouldn't be without it. Mm. But that doesn't mean it has to be my whole life. And I recognise that it's not my student's whole life as well. And I think that's a really healthy perspective that you've raised. Um, Hey, about those keyboard warriors, how do you, like, does that (laughs) affect you much? Like, what's your initial response? biggest biggest um thing that I have done to help with my mental health with that yeah. is I don't answer the emails no I have I my staff have the you know they answer those emails they've got the phone mm. so I have my own personal phone and my own personal email and they know not to hand those out mm. those are sacred to me <laughs> and everything goes through that the business phone and the business email mm. um yeah so they try and they, you know, because they're not as emotionally attached as I am. They love their jobs, but they, you know, somebody mm. gets angry. They're just like, oh, well, and then they go off and 
mm. do whatever they do as young 20-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so they answer as best they can. And like like when I announced that I was closing that location and I had my baby two days later, mm. you know, parent would call up and go, I want to talk to Marguerite. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry, she's in labor at the moment. Is there anything I can help you with? Uh, oh, no, nah, don't, don't worry about it. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah, so isn't that interesting? They weren't actually that angry in the first place. No. And one yeah. of them said, I'm so sorry. I'm so, like, um, to one of my admin girls, I'm sorry you had to see that email. I thought it was going to Marguerite. It's just, you're <gasps> so lovely. It wasn't. She couldn't believe it. Well, I couldn't believe it either. Like, so all those words you said were for Marguerite. They weren't for the business. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, it's hard, isn't it? Right? That, yeah. That's, that's hard. That's hard. Um, yeah. I just changed my perspective on it. I was like, yeah. I said, I was like, I'm honored that you're so angry. I like that. 45 minute ballet class for your three year old. Great reframe. <laughs> great reframe. I remember a similar thing, not, not quite maybe as intense, but I still remember it because now Caitlin, she's my middle born. She's going to turn 13 in March. And I was in the supermarket. You know, in the, that kind of like last run before you have the baby, it's like, oh, hold on. Yeah. I'll just buy everything they have in case I'm never allowed out. In your case, you weren't. Um, <laughs> so I was literally, you know, I felt like this baby was going to be born in the supermarket. And I ran into a mum of a class that I had cancelled because of the impending birth of my child. Uh, yeah. And she she also expressed anger. And I was like... Oh, okay. Well, we're here buying baked beans together. Clearly, like my child's, my second child's about to be born, and you're angry because your half an hour Monday morning class is cancelled. You could come any other day. Like I had other options. You offered alternatives. Yeah. I had other options, but they didn't suit her. And I remember kind of walking down. Oh, actually, it was awful because. We, we kept on crossing each other. We were, like, in opposition oh, on the, the rest awful. of the supermarket. Like, That's oh, supermarket. Yeah, here yeah. we are now in frozen goods and I'll meet you in the vegetables. Like, um, so, yes, I remember it being quite awkward. But here's the clincher, and I, I love this now. I don't remember her daughter's name, right? I actually don't even remember her name. I can kind of picture her, but I don't remember her daughter's name. It was 13 years ago. So did I make the right choice? Because I can tell you right now, I can remember my own child's name. It's Caitlin. <laughs> so I think sometimes, you know, these parents are, they're, they're I guess, defending or, or going into battle for the thing that's most important to them. But it's yeah. okay for us to do the same, you know. And I held firm and I was like, well, I'm not, it doesn't matter what you say to me. I'm not teaching it. But yeah, I wish yeah. I had your comeback. Oh my God. I wish I'd said, I am so honored that you like me as a teacher so much because really I'm yeah. not actually that good. <laughs> sure, you were. Mm, it was 13 years ago. Props wasn't. <laughs> but you would think. For them being a parent and knowing what you're going through, being nine months pregnant, you'd they think, would know what you were going through. You'd think, <laughs> wouldn't you? Or you'd think they'd they'd consider what it would be like to have a business that's being closed down to COVID. But I think that's the mm. that's the problem. They don't, and that no, and I mean, we don't think about human them. nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Hey, earlier on, you said um, you made a comment about you know like doing the things that you're good at that you like. 
Um, and I wanted to just kind of loop back to that because that's really about working within your zone of genius, as you said, or working yeah. on your strengths. So a mm. lot of the leadership coaching I do, this is one of like my less 101 lessons, you know, when people are like, oh, I'm not yeah. really happy. I feel this, I feel that. And I'm like, hmm, what are your strengths and how are you mm. honouring them? So yeah. give me a couple of your strengths and, and how you honour them. Um, I guess my, my staff would say that I'm really good at dealing with parents, mm. <laughs> but I don't do that day to day because mm. that's not what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, you can they, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what am I good at? I guess looking at the big picture and the vision mm. and making decisions based on the information that we have available. Mm. which has come in really handy the last couple of years. You're lucky that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm also, once I've made a decision, then that's, I've, I stick with it. Like even mm. just basic day-to-day -day stuff. I'm going to make a coffee. Okay, make a coffee. <laughs> Whereas yeah. my partner is completely opposite. He is <laughs> happy-go-lucky, just takes, goes where the wind takes him, you know. Yeah. He's like, going to have a shower half an hour later. Maybe. I thought you were going to have a shower oh, yeah, but, you know, I got distracted. It now just I'm, frustrates yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so making decisions and sticking with them, knowing that I've made a, a right decision, what's right with for me and what's right for the business. Mm. Um, delegating, like yep. being that leader and empowering others to step up and, and giving them, also giving them jobs or roles that and using their strengths as well. Yes, you know? Um, I'm not going to get a hip-hop teacher to teach a ballet class. No. <laughs> well, why would you? <laughs> oh, trust me, I've tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, if, I was, if I was to teach, um, I really enjoy and would happily teach all the beginners classes, all, yeah. all ages, beginners, just getting that spark of enjoying dancing for enjoying dancing. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And whereas my staff are like, oh, you can teach those ones. <laughs> but they miss out on that gift-giving moment. Like it's a, yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. Like we need, yeah, and my staff are the same. Like, oh, really? Apart from one. Like, I don't like teaching the teenagers. <laughs> you know, I've got staff members are like, oh, give me teenagers any day. I'm yeah. I'll go teach the preschoolers. So it is It is about finding our sweet spot, isn't it? And then yeah. and that of our staff, but also um, recognising that that changes as well because preschool, mm. my bread and butter, I was a, an absolute preschool expert, loved them, lived for them. Um, but, you know, I they don't light me up perhaps in the same way as they used to 20 years ago. <laughs> Did you like the way yes. I put that? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I know what you mean. <laughs> but, and I grieved that a little bit. Like I felt like a little bit of a failure because I was like, oh, but, you know, that's what you loved. And then I went, yeah, but I've always, I've, I've always had that. I always had that. And now I am the opposite to you and I love working with my teens and I, mm. I feel like I am what they need. You know, I'm a little bit older. Um, I'm not their mum. I try and impart all my <laughs> fun wisdom <laughs> ballet class. So I kind of feel like that's where I need to be right now. And so 
I think yeah. it's important too, isn't it? Just going, yeah. maybe we need to be a little bit more like your partner and just go with the flow sometimes. I don't know. I can't Sometimes, sometimes. not all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's working for him. I mean, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we work so well together is because I try and get him to, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm like the stickler for rules, you know. Yeah, yeah there's rules. <laughs> but he, he's relaxed me a little bit. And I've got him to try and get more into like routines and making decisions and sticking with them. <laughs> yeah. It, well, to me, that sounds like the perfect partnership, actually. We rub off on each other. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. And and Brian and I are a bit the same. We, we are, you know, we have the same values, but we're quite different people. And I think that's good mm. for, for all the reasons you've mentioned. So let's yeah. um, kind of start to wrap a bow on this you've you've got um I guess you've already talked about your why a lot but can I tap into what your version of success is because for me I you know um part of my business is called dance studio success and I think we Mm -hmm. do get very stuck even though we know it's not just numbers I think we do get very envious Mm. big studios and that's not my definition of success but I'd love to hear what yours is yeah every person's definition of success is different Mm. um I've got a friend who's a CFO I think Mm. he does finance for huge big companies and he, he doesn't define that as his success. You know, he doesn't right. like his job. And I'm like, how can you have a job that you don't enjoy? It just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he lives but outwardly, he looks so successful, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he's got a fancy house and a fancy car. <laughs> and, you know, he, he doesn't cook. He gets Uber Eats all the time. <laughs> but, you know, we're, our family's happy because mm. we, you know, um, I guess it's, yeah, defining what your version of success is and what your version of happy is. I, I feel mm. like they go hand in hand to each mm. other. Yeah. I am ha- we're, we are much happier now we've got a bigger house. We yep. used to live in a tiny, tiny apartment, the four yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> success for us is living in a house that we can all live in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you've got your space. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That we get up in the morning. I find that I don't suffer from Sunday-itis or Monday-itis no. anymore. Yeah, because you know, like you mentioned before, I I work on the weekends, but sometimes mm. I don't work Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm. Mm. You know, um, yeah, I guess success for me is just feeling happy with your yeah. day to day life. Yeah, not not that I don't have goals and I'm always looking for the next thing, but I'm happy where I am now. Yes, looking forward to the next step. No, I love that. I love that, and mm. I'm the same. Like, yeah, there's a whole lot more out there waiting for me, but. I'm I'm really mindful that what I have created or where I am now was where I you know like I, I have done that and this is this is good this is good I think it's just maybe having that awareness is is part of feeling or successful maybe I don't not know com- not comparing your journey to somebody else's mm. because you have you don't know where they've come from or where they're going. Mm. You know, like I look at other dance studios that have been open for five years and their social media looks amazing and their kids yeah. are doing jumps and leaps all over the place. Yeah. But the dance studio owner might be working 50, 60, 70 hours That's a week and crying themselves to sleep at night. Yeah. Which yeah. is not success. It's not your, <laughs> no, it's not what you or I want. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, your students are awesome. I get to share a couple of them because mm. 
for a dance step school. Um, yeah. So thank you. you. And you have been since right at the beginning. So thank you for that, you guys. Um, yeah, I love I love seeing um, the images of your student leaders coming through on, on Instagram and things like that. They're, they're, they're oh, good. Thanks kids, for creating right? an awesome program. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> no, they're good kids. And I love, I do love watching them rise up and, and all of their little the stories. Obviously, this year and the last year, you know, it's been pattern interrupted, but um, there are plenty more years to come. So thank you for yes. being part of that program. Um, it'll make us, it'll strengthen and re- make us more resilient. That's it. That's <laughs> what we're doing. We're building our grit muscle. That's what we're doing. If people want to follow your school, Margs, or learn more about yeah. them, where should they go? Um, so our Facebook page is the Renaissance School of Dance and Instagram is at RSD underscore Insty. Um, and my personal page um, is at Margs on a Mission. Love it. And you are. I love that. <laughs> Margs on a Mission. On a Mission. I love it. Well, thank you so much for spending some of your lockdown day with me. Oh, I do appreciate you're welcome. it. I've loved to chat. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy day today. Got lots yeah. of things booked in. All, all go because <laughs> Margs is on a mission, see? <laughs> but, no, I felt like, uh, you know, we could have been just having a, a coffee and a chat and probably could have chatted for a whole lot longer, but um, covered some really, really great stuff and I think some good key learnings or even reminders for some of the listeners. So thank yeah. you for joining me at the bar. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Margs as much as I did. If you were inspired and want to check out her work in more detail, be sure to give her a follow on socials. I know your time is precious and I'm really grateful to have spent this time with you. This episode was proudly brought to you by Dance Step, the leading done-for-you student-teacher education program for dance studios. If you've been thinking of implementing a program in your studio for 2022, but just don't have the time. Dance Step has done all the heavy lifting for you. Check out the website, dancestep.com.au and request an information pack via our contact page. Thanks for joining me at The Bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com com.au Great leaders create leaders and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at the bar. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 